The views and opinions expressed by guests on this program are not necessarily the views of Thinking Bigger Business Media, Inc. or its employees. Welcome to Smart Companies Thinking Bigger Radio. Get the inside scoop on how America's most successful business owners transform their entrepreneurial vision into reality. And listen in as some of the top business minds in the country serve up practical advice, tips, and insights for growing your business. Now here's your host, Kelly Scanlon. Good morning. Welcome to Smart Companies Radio. I'm Kelly Scanlon, publisher of Thinking Bigger Business Media. Four years ago, the Greater Kansas City Chamber of Commerce launched the Big Five initiatives, and one of those was making Kansas City America's most entrepreneurial city. Casey Sourcelink has been tracking progress towards that goal through a series of annual reports, and here to talk with us today about the latest report is Maria Myers, who is the director of the UMKC Innovation Center and the founder of U.S. Sourcelink and KC Sourcelink. Welcome to the show today, Maria. Glad to be here. So let's just start with this. For those who are listening and may not be familiar with the Most Entrepreneurial City Initiative, tell us about that. Bring us up to speed. Sure. Uh, About four years ago, the Greater Kansas City Chamber of Commerce set out to figure out what we needed to do to put Kansas City on the map in the next century. And they came up with five initiatives. One of those was to make Kansas City America's most entrepreneurial city, which is sort of a daring and bold statement um, based on where we were at that Mm -hmm. time. But it helped coalesce the city around a great agenda, which is to really help our entrepreneurs start and grow businesses. Right. Now, obviously, you can't just make a bold, sweeping statement like that without then coming back to reality and saying, how are we going to go about accomplishing this? So there were a series uh, for quite some time, many months, maybe even a year, where there were focus groups, there were a number of different things, actions that were taken to settle upon some goals and some benchmarks. Can you talk about that? Sure. There were a number of of studies done, including focus groups and studies by the Kauffman Foundation Mm -hmm. and a variety of different groups. What did we find out? We found out from listening to the community that there really were six things that we needed to focus on. One of those is that we needed some better capital and Mm -hmm. access to capital for our entrepreneurs. We also would love more corporate engagement um, from our big corporations with our entrepreneurs. We needed to watch our talent and how we were developing talent to support the companies that we had. We also needed to increase awareness that Kansas City was doing stuff in entrepreneurship, not only locally, but worldwide Mm -hmm. to to try to work on that. We also needed to improve our pipeline of opportunities, Mm -hmm. so our pipeline of new ideas that were coming out of our research institutions, and we also needed to keep and maintain and do a great job with the resources that we had to support our entrepreneurs in helping them start and grow businesses here. Right. When you talk about uh, the corporate involvement, when you talk about growing um, the young people and the talent, that points to the educational system. So really, uh, from a very high level view, you're talking about not just entrepreneurship uh, in isolation, you're really talking about an entire ecosystem that you were trying, that we are still trying to engage and all move forward collectively. 
Right, and it, and it goes beyond just the capital and mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. It's making Kansas City a great place that people want to live in so that the talent will come here right. to Kansas City to help us grow businesses, to make it an environment where um, there are good, good educational system. It goes way beyond some of the things mm-hmm. that we just talk about as far right. as entrepreneurship goes. Yeah, because yeah, after, after you turn the lights out, maybe even late at night, you still go home or you go out to play, and there has to be um, support for that. Why is this initiative important to a city like Kansas City? I mean, there were five initiatives, but why did entrepreneurship land as one of them? Well, I think uh, there's been a number of studies, especially, again, by the Kauffman Foundation, that shows that it is our small businesses that are creating the net new jobs in our in our country. Mm-hmm. And so supporting that is going to be very important as our larger companies are shedding jobs, making sure that we have new companies that are growing and creating jobs is very important. And certainly coming through the Great Recession really pointed pointed that out. Mm-hmm. And so we have wonderful, wonderful established um, companies here, but we need to create more of them. Absolutely. And interestingly, one of those Kaufman reports, uh, you, you referenced the Kaufman reports, one of them came out and said, I think to the surprise of some people, that it's really in the first five years of these companies' existence that the most job creation occurs, and after that it tends to level off. I mean, there's exceptions, but that uh, that was a major finding. Yeah, that's correct, um, Kelly. So we need to continue to create the churn of, of developing the new businesses. Mm-hmm. So um, one of the report's revelations is is that there's a funding gap here for early-stage companies. What's causing that? Is it a lack of funding programs themselves, or is it a lack of awareness of the existing programs, or maybe both, or something else? What we need to do in Kansas City is build a continuum of funding mm-hmm. so that a, a business can start with proof-of-concept funding, then find the seed funding, and then build up into either the bank or equity capital mm-hmm. that it needs to grow. Part of our problem here is we just have a lot of holes in the continuum. Sure. So people may be able to get one piece of the funding and then they get stuck trying to mm-hmm. find the next piece of the funding. Another thing that we found is that our capital is not well networked here. So an investor, one investor may see a deal, but the next investor may never hear about it. Right. And so what we need to do is is better understand who the investors are and better understand ways to move deals from investor to investor. Mm -hmm. When you talk about this continuum, where are the gaps? We have gaps in a lot of places. Uh, We with the advent of Digital Sandbox, KC, mm-hmm. we have new proof of concept funding for the digital product, but perhaps right. not for other types yeah. of products. Um, and once that funding gets the business to that level of having the minimal viable product or wanting to move forward, often our seed funding is not there to mm-hmm. back that up. So when they hit the 200 to half a million dollar phase, um, it's difficult to find that funding. Mm-hmm. And then we have very strong angel groups here that have done uh, a terrific job of supporting businesses as they gain revenues and and as they grow forward. But we could certainly improve that with adding additional angels and getting more people into the networks. And then we have funds like Flyover Capital that will support – support companies. They are relatively new, and we don't have very many of that type of funds. Yeah, and I think people would be surprised to find out that Kansas City has one of only 16 um, women-funded investment groups, the Women's Capital Connection. Yeah, that is uh, it's amazing that that Mm -hmm. group of women have come together and are investing in, especially women-led organization, and it is one of the very, very few in the country where Mm -hmm. you're seeing women coming together to do that. And they've been together since... um, I think 2008, and Mm -hmm. have done some great investing. 
Yeah, and I interrupted you to to say that you were you had a something else you were starting to say. No, okay, you can cut that out, Mary. That's the beauty of yes, <laughs> of recording. Okay, and what is our time right now? Okay, so I've got about two more minutes. Okay. Um, One of the other areas that the report revealed an existing program that other parts of the state of Missouri take advantage of, but not so much in Kansas City, is SBIR funding. Can you talk about that? And why why aren't we using it as much as we could be? So small business innovation research funds come from uh, set-asides that are done through the large federal agencies that do research. Mm -hmm. And so they put a certain amount of money aside every year for people to to for small businesses to work on commercializing technology. Often you'll see that SBIRs sit around large research institutions because it, they're a little bit like getting a, a typical federal grant, and I think our researchers know how to approach that. So you'll see that in the especially around the, the bigger research institutions. So Columbia, you'll see a number there. You'll see them in Lawrence. We believe that many companies here could take advantage of those grants, and they mm-hmm. are grants. They're, they don't dilute the equity, right? Yeah. right? They're just grants. Um, but they may not be aware of them or understand how to access them. So we're hoping that we can improve that here in the Kansas City region. Okay. So again, there's another source that people don't know about. Another uh, new source uh, uh, is the We Lend program. It's a micro lending program. Mm-hmm. And we also have Justine Peterson here. But uh, that again, for the very small businesses that need a small loan mm-hmm. uh, that maybe aren't bankable businesses, that's another new source. Right. For a long time, we didn't have a good micro-lending mm-hmm. environment here for companies that needed small amounts of money. An average micro-loan is about $10,000. Right. Some are much, much smaller than that, and some will go up into the $50,000 range. And these are normally given to people who can't get bank loans. And so they may not have the collateral uh, to get a bank loan, and or the business may not have the experience to get right. the bank loan. And so this offers another form of funding. And we are building that infrastructure here. Again, Justine Peterson, WeLend, um, these groups are coming together to build out a strong micro-lending program as well. And now AltCap is also offering micro-lending, small micro-loans to And who's that administered through? That is the old um, Missouri uh, CDE. Oh, it is? Yeah, okay. Kansas City, Missouri All right. CDE. Right. right. All right. What's it going to take to close the gap? It's going to take a lot of people working together to to close this gap. I think it some in some ways it reminds me of Casey Sourcelink early on mm-hmm. when there were lots of resources for entrepreneurs right. and they weren't connected and the mm-hmm. entrepreneurs couldn't find them. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of that work needs to happen. There there are investors, there are entrepreneurs, they're not getting connected well. How do we how do we fix that? Sure. And then we also need to build those capital pools that mm-hmm. are required. So we will need additional angel investors to to join the groups. We will right. need people to help fund some of the funds that can can assist. And then also people who will make known that they're interested in working from as an investor mm-hmm. and interested in seeing the new ideas that are coming out of the new companies. Absolutely. With that, we're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we'll talk about more about what the report revealed, the recent report, and uh, also talk about the national, the growing national profile that Kansas City is starting to enjoy. You're listening to Smart Companies Radio on Blog Talk Radio. We'll be right back. I'm Sarah. I'm Ellen. One night, I was at a bar. One night, I was at a bar. I had one too many drinks. I had one too many drinks. 
I got behind the wheel. I got a cab. A squirrel ran across the road. A squirrel ran across the road. I swerved. The cab swerved. I hit a guy. The cabbie just missed a guy. I wish I took a cab. Thank goodness I took a cab. You have the choice to save a life. Buzzed driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the Department of Transportation and the Ad Council. We all want to run a smarter business, but how? The answer is ShopKeep, the iPad-based point-of-sale system that makes it easy to run a smarter business. From accepting payments, tracking inventory, running marketing campaigns, and managing employees, ShopKeep does it all, taking the guesswork out of running your business. Right now, and for a limited time, ShopKeep is offering $500 in free hardware, You heard that right. That's $500 in free hardware from ShopKeep. To get the $500 in free hardware, visit shopkeep.com forward slash smart today. That's shopkeep.com forward slash smart. Interested in growing your business? Thinking Bigger Business Media has the resources you need to grow your company to the next level, whether it's an aspiring business, a startup, established, or mature. Thinking Bigger provides the how-to strategies, critical connections, and key information to make your business more productive and more profitable. Check them out at ithinkbigger.com and find out what successful Kansas City business owners already know. Thinking Bigger Business Media is the resource for growing businesses. Visit them today at ithinkbigger.com. Good morning. Welcome back to Smart Companies Radio. I'm Kelly Scanlon, publisher of Thinking Bigger Business Media. We're visiting here this morning with Maria Myers, who is the director of the UMKC Innovation Center, and she's also the founder of U.S. SourceLink and KC SourceLink. We've been talking here this morning about the initiative that the Greater Kansas City Chamber started about four years ago called Making Kansas City America's Most Entrepreneurial City. SourceLink has been tracking the progress towards that initiative, and we were talking about the funding gap that the latest report revealed. What else, aside from the funding or the lending funding situation, what's different from last year's report to this year's report? What new things are in there? One of the things that we worked on a lot this year was really trying to find the metrics and the numbers that mm-hmm. could help us talk about whether we really are moving right. the needle. Everything has to be measurable. That's right. So we have for years kept a number of statistics just through um, Casey SourceLink, and we know that a lot of our resource partners within the network have kept a number mm-hmm. of statistics as well. But this year we reached further. We tried to figure out ways to understand sort of at a more macro level how things were moving forward without just doing a general index that would uh, give us some information but not really tell us what's going on. Mm-hmm. So one of the interesting things that's in this year's report is we were able to find the data on people who had hired their first employee, yes. for instance. And so we thought, well, that might be an interesting measure to see how many businesses are growing and and really um, hiring their first employee. So we worked with uh, a number of groups, UMKC, um, professors and the Coffin Foundation in the states of Kansas and Missouri to get a hold of this information, and we've heat mapped it to Mm -hmm. see where Mm -hmm. the activity is in the region. And we've done it by quarter, and you can clearly see that activity changes over a quarter. Uh, We know that. Our phone rings a lot in January Uh because in January people want to start start new businesses. It slows down over the summer, and we're seeing some of that effect in in the numbers that we're seeing. We're going to start tracking that year to year just Mm -hmm. to see what happens. So that was a, a great new piece of information that we hadn't seen before that's in 
right. in this particular yeah. report. We've also uh, begun to really track that capital piece. Yes at a very detailed level, and we're watching to see who we can find through either databases or show up in the in the press that have received funding over mm-hmm. the years so that we can begin to track that. That's more of an art than a science. Oh, I, and I was, as you're sitting here rattling all this off, I was thinking this is really a big undertaking because as much as you hear about entrepreneurship and small businesses, trying to sometimes get your arms around where they are and who they are from, you know, the, the garage mechanic who owns the garage to, you know, they're a lot of times they're out there, but they're just not connected to anything. So it, it is hard to track. That's right. You have to watch many different, mm-hmm. many different channels to try right. to to figure this out. And so we thought, well, let's let's lay a benchmark. Let's mm-hmm. see what we can do this year, and then we'll watch how things change over the next year. So it took us a, a year or so to really understand how we would pull some of this information together. Yeah. What are some of the um, uh, other things that you have seen in terms of, uh, like, the lifestyle? You mentioned it's, it's more than just the uh, the business aspect of it. The people have to like Kansas City, uh, not leave Kansas City, and then also to pull people in. Uh, we've gotten a lot of national rankings. Can you speak to any of those that show that people like Kansas City as a place to live as well? We are beginning to find that Kansas City is a great place for young people to be, that it's a great environment for tech people. Um, And I think some of our rankings, especially with women in tech, are very good for Kansas City. That was an amazing uh, statistic that came out. Can you talk about that? Sure. our, Our women in tech here get paid relatively the same mm-hmm. as our men in tech do, yeah. which is really interesting because many many areas are fighting the gender gap. And here, we seem to be on equal footing, which is really terrific and a great um, testament to life here in Kansas City. We also, uh, you mentioned the tech community. Uh, you mentioned growing our next generation. A lot of the tech community are the younger entrepreneurs. Um, aside from that, what are you seeing as far, or, or is it too early to tell, what are you seeing in terms of uh, the the next generation? Are we retaining more, staying here in Kansas City, opening businesses? Are we attracting young people from other areas? What's that situation like? I think we we see from a lot of the the, uh, the rankings that mm-hmm. we are a great place for young people to to come and stay and and be. So we do think that we're seeing more of that. We also think that uh, we've seen Kansas City more on the map and more in the in the eyes of people around the country that are saying we are an interesting place. There are mm-hmm. things going on in Kansas City, especially around entrepreneurship, that makes it worth being there. And so having that. Uh, reflected in a number of places, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, some of the more national press, the Wall Street Journal, where we're showing up these days. I think that that's showing that people are noticing that Kansas City is doing something here. It seems like every week we're showing up on another list. Do you have a favorite or a a most interesting (laughs) one that we've made personally? Well, I like the ones that really point out the character of Kansas Mm -hmm. City, for instance, the women in tech type. Mm-hmm. rankings or the city to watch kind mm-hmm. of rankings. I think showing us as being not the not just the established but the emerging right. series city and that that's I think where people will get attracted to is a place that's 
that's growing. Mm-hmm. Do you see, you said one of the things that in order to close the gap in the funding and also just really to reach the goal is there has to be a lot more communication, a lot more collaboration. Do you see that starting to happen? Uh, are we improving in that area, do you think? I think one of the key strengths that mm-hmm. Kansas City has always had, and when mm-hmm. people would say, what's the best strength that Kansas City yeah. has, I've always said, you know, I can pick up the phone and call anybody, and they'll answer. Yeah, that's very true. And so we have very good access in this city um, across um, just a variety of people, key top leaders, Civic leaders will meet with students, mm-hmm. and and they'll do it on a phone call. Right. And so I think what we just need to do is take advantage of that. Yeah, it's always amazed me at the availability of some of the people that you mentioned, the access that they're willing to give. Um, and so really maybe just a more coordinated or organized effort is what I'm hearing is needed. So what are the benchmarks that are in place for year three when we see this report come out in year three? What are you working towards, or is that a secret? <laughs> Well, we certainly are going to continue to attract this capital because absolutely. that is absolutely one of the the biggest issues that people are facing. And every conversation you have opens up a new opportunity to improve that capital piece. And so we are going to continue to to track that. Mm-hmm. Now that we've seen this first data on who's hiring and where they're hiring and that sort of thing, we'll continue to um, understand what we can do based on that particular information. We're also tracking the talent and how many job openings we have and how well we're doing at filling those, especially those STEM jobs here Mm -hmm. in the region that are so important to these companies. So we'll continue to do that. But we've been tracking for a long time just who are our entrepreneurs? Are they all tech companies or what are they? And really, in reality, a lot of them are restaurants, retail, doctor's offices, much more Mm -hmm. the more traditional uh, that we're seeing. Also, uh, I think maybe in the future we'd love to figure out how to understand more about our scaling companies, mm-hmm. the companies that have passed that yeah. startup mark and are working to actually grow to the next level. And a lot of that growth comes in finding new markets. And so right. how will we explore how people are finding new markets, whether mm-hmm. that's exporting or or um whatever that might be, and, yeah. and so that's probably a future thing that we would want. Oh, some very, very interesting things that would be wonderful to have stats around. If anyone's listening today, a small business, an entrepreneur, and they want to um, be part of this and, and can provide information to you, is there a place for them to do that? Or uh... There are a couple of ways that you can do that. Uh, we have a website called WeCreateKC.com, which is part of the KC SourceLink um, right. website. If you go to WeCreateKC.com, you can enter comments there and okay. tell us more about what's going on or certainly call our hotline at 816-235-6500. Mm-hmm. We're happy to chat or talk or email. So WeCreateKC.com. Mm-hmm. All right. And, and then tell us a little bit about SourceLink. It started here in Kansas City, and it has grown uh, beyond the uh, Kansas City region, obviously. Um, what What is it designed to do, and how is it playing into this besides the report? Well, KC SourceLink was originally designed to simply get entrepreneurs to the right resource Mm -hmm. at the right time. And so we've done a lot of work in bringing together the resources and understanding what they do. And we operate a hotline, a triage center that people can call our hotline and say, this is what I need. I need help with my business. And we'll help figure out which of the 240 different resources we currently have in the network that they can do. But I think as that central hub, one of the things that we've understood over time were the gaps in the resources and the gaps 
in what the entrepreneurs were needing and what we couldn't provide to them. And so I think a lot of the work that we're doing now is looking at those gaps mm-hmm. and figuring out how do we take a leadership role in filling them. So, for instance, access to capital is a clear gap. So what can we do to help fill that gap here? And we have done more, taken more of that role of measurement, gap filling, mm-hmm. and not that we – fill all the gaps, but that we work within our partners right. to do that. Yeah, you're not trying to reinvent the wheel uh, with SourceLink providing the resources. You're trying to work within the community and, and connect, really. Right, yeah. right. So a big job that you have to do, and if uh, people are interested in finding out about uh, what resource they need to be speaking to or contacting, where would they go to do that? KCSourceLink.com okay. or the hotline, 816-235-6500. Okay, well, we're going to have you back again in a year to hear about year three. Uh, And if you'd like to learn more about how to grow your business, please follow us on Facebook at Thinking Bigger Business Media, on Twitter at I Think Bigger, or take a look at our website at ithinkbigger.com. Thank you so much, Maria, and uh, we'll see you next week. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.